Welcome to another episode of the By Your Side podcast. My name is Michelle and I am your host for today. Now, today I would like to explain to you material fact and why you should care about it when you are about to buy a property. Before I explain to you what material fact actually is, let me paint you a little picture. In 2004, a lovely family bought a gorgeous family house in Northwest Sydney in North Ride. It became forever known as the Gonzalez House because unbeknownst to them, it was actually the scene of a horrific triple murder in 2001 by the family's son. Now, following the exchange of contracts, the purchasers found out and demanded a full refund of their deposit. Now, the agents called Hinton ended up in court Hinton versus Commissioner of Fair Trading in 2007 is a very famous court case. And it was actually one of the court cases that sort of further defined what material fact actually meant. They were taken to court and following the court case, the the purchasers actually did get their money back and the agents were fined, I believe, over $20,000. But that course was very crucial in determining what in New South Wales was actually meant with material fact. Now, I need to do explain that in New South Wales, there's certain rules and regulations that you can find on the New South Wales Office of Fair Trading website, but they may slightly differ from Queensland and, and the ACT, for example, Western Australia. But by and large, they're, they're all the same. And a material fact is a fact that would be important to a reasonable person in deciding whether or not to proceed with a particular transaction. Now, in the context of property services, these are facts which may be significantly big or relevant to influence decisions on whether to buy, sell or rent. Now, this is also important for tenants and or could impact the market value of a property. Now, in New South Wales, they further defined what these things, material facts could possibly be in clause 54 of the regulation, which prescribes these kinds of material facts, including, for example, I'll run you through the list quickly. Within the last five years, the property has been subject to flooding from a natural weather event or bushfire. So given the climate that we've been in and the, the, the winter that we've had and the floods we've had over the years, this is obviously a very big one particularly for people who are not familiar with the area, because there are quite a few flood-prone areas that people don't tend to know about. For example, all around the Cooks River in Sydney, Hawthorne Parade, all all those areas are actually flood-prone. And I don't think I've ever seen it disclosed anywhere. A second point would be the property is subject to significant health or safety risks. The property is listed on the register of residential premises that contain loose fill asbestos insulation. It could also be within the last five years, the property was the scene of a crime or murder or manslaughter. Or within the last two years, the property has been used for the purposes of the manufacture, cultivation or supply of any prohibited drug or prohibited plant within the meaning of the Drug Misuse and Trafficking Act. It could alternatively be that the property or is part of a building that contains external combustible cladding. Obviously, you know, we had the Grenfell Towers in in London and that has come in since, you know, that there is a compulsory combustible cladding register in New South Wales. So that needs to be disclosed whether there is any combustible cladding. And then there's a few more things, but those, those are the major ones that I can see. There is, however, a very common law doctrine of caveat emptor, and 
that is let the buyer be aware. So whilst agents and vendors have the duty to disclose, and it even states that uh, agents should do a reasonable amount of discovery, as it says, to, for example, find out whether the property has been affected by flood and fire. In my day-to-day experience, I would say don't leave it to someone else to to disclose that to you. I I think it's very important that you take that responsibility and just do a bit of digging as to what could be happening or what could have happened with the property in the past. Now, interestingly, if a property gets raised to the ground, then if there was a murder in the house, that no longer needs to be disclosed. Hmm, interesting. Also, facts like if someone has um, suicided in the property, that does not need to be disclosed because it is not a murder or a manslaughter. The other thing I was thinking about when I was sort of doing research for about this material fact is that obviously you as a buyer have to ask the right questions, you know, and things that are important to you. So, for example, when we ask our clients to fill out a brief when it comes to working with us, we want to know, you know, what's important to you beyond the bedrooms and the the parking and what schooling is important. We always ask, are there any material facts that we should know about you? And so it does come up from time to time that people may have cultural or religious requirements, such as, you know, not having a house number with a number four, for example, because in, in some cultures that is not a very prosperous number. It could also be that they don't want a front door facing south or southwest because, again, that is a cultural belief. If we know that up front, then obviously we can make sure that we don't continuously bring up the wrong properties. But it's funny, sometimes it's it's other things that, you know, they, they may have had a history growing up in a certain suburb and they will never, over their dead body, move back to that particular suburb. So it, it is very particular, even though the, the law states that what a reasonable person would be important to find and would need to be disclosed. You know, everyone's very different, of course. Someone brought up a very important fact, for example, you know, the fact that a a particular place may have been used as an abattoir may not even be an issue for for some people but then you know if that potential buyer is a vegan or is a animal rights activist that that would be a very relevant thing of course so i would say you know obviously these are the the rules and regulations but but have a think about what what is what are deal breakers for you you know because you might find that you might value some things that that may so be so niche that you know they may not fall particularly under the material fact statement but they could actually be deal breakers for you. Another side note to that is that once you have entered into a property purchase, after exchange, your your solicitor will send you a list for potential additional searches. So that's further further research that they do on any adverse affectations, as they call it, that may not have been disclosed by the vendor. So all contracts of sale include a promise by the vendor that, amongst other things, that as of the date of the contract and except as disclosed in the contract, the land is not subject to any adverse affectation. So that may include a widening of roads or a proposal by the Minister of Education to acquire part or whole of the land to build a new school, or it may be a listing on the State Heritage Register or anything like that. So those searches will be asked of you whether you want to go ahead with that additional research, because you as a purchaser may actually rescind, so cancel the contract and have the deposit refunded where a vendor has breached one of these promises as provided as for in the legislation. So they, the purchaser can 
can actually rescind this anytime prior to settlement. So that's something to to be mindful of. Now, obviously, these searches they you know they have different costs attached to them. So obviously, you know, think about which ones are likely in in a highly density area. It may be less likely that you know the the Ministry of Defense is building army barracks, but you, <laughs> you never know. So interesting. This so there's there's quite a few obligations on the vendor to disclose this kind of thing. But I certainly have come across properties that when we did research, the property was actually right on top of West Connects tunnels, and so. The, the fact that that was the case and that the owners had been notified by West Connects and Transurban to say, hey, we are repossessing the substratum, so the area underneath the house. They did receive that letter, but they never disclosed it in the sale. So we found that out by our own research. So definitely, you know, do your due diligence. As I always say, it's very boring, but it's very important. I will add some links to the websites that have helped me, you know, sort of determine better what was important about material facts. So I will add that to the transcripts. But um, if you've got any further questions on these, do drop me a line at hello at buyyourside.com.au. Now, don't forget to give us a follow on Insta, Facebook, and wherever you find your podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or, or wherever, because then we'll let you know when the next episode drops. So I hope you found this helpful. Thanks for listening. And until next time.